Clothing Optional explores what it means to have the choice to show how much we reveal to ourselves and those around us, both literally and metaphorically. A podcast for those looking for inspiration, life hacks, and a little push to being braver and little better for ourselves, our loved ones, and our community. Grab a seat, shed, or put on a layer because it's a wild ride when clothing is optional. A special thank you to today's episode sponsors. Bowness Soapworks, Canada's famous adventure soap company, building community and inspiring adventure one bar of soap at a time. QM Boutique, where beauty meets sustainability. Join the soap club to receive 15% off her products at qmboutique.ca. And Vintage Apothecary, your source for raw ingredients, meticulously and ethically sourced for positive social and wellness impact. Soap club members receive $5 off towards their purchases every order. Links to these female-owned small businesses can be found in the episode description, as well as how to join the soap club can be found at www.bonessoapworks.com. Clothing Optional, Episode 3, The Perfect Moment, Boss Babe Besties. Awesome, thank you. Um, can I just get a coffee to start? Yeah, you have somebody joining me. Oh, uh, right? yes, I did. Thank you so much. Yeah. Did it work? Are we working? I think we're on. Oh, that's so exciting. Okay, so what <laughs> I'm going to do is I'm going to do an intro. I had a really good one, and then we got all distracted, and I forgot what I was going to say. Okay, okay, let me think. Okay, whatever. I'll just come up with something. Here we go. Welcome to episode three of Clothing Optional. I'm your host, Melba Sito. Um, just shedding some layers today with my friend Pam. We're doing a, a lovely broadcasting from our vehicles. She's in hers and I'm in mine, so we can get some high quality recording. Come and introduce yourself, Pam. Hello, everyone. I'm Pam McLeod, uh, owner and operator of Vintage Apothecary. And uh, I'd like to say thank you to Melba for having me on today. What are you wearing? <laughs> 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 a jacket I did shed a layer it was my scarf I feel like today that's that's good it's a little chilly out <laughs> and you know what I'm so I'm so proud of you for that because um we're going to talk about some of those things you know shedding layers literally and metaphorically on our podcast and um one of the things I wanted to bring up today was you know we talked about uh the perfect moment when we were having breakfast today Hmm. yeah that was a a great start to the conversation in the morning. And, um, you know, the way the podcast actually got named was 
by Pam. So do you remember? Do you remember? No, you, I do. Oh, great. So um, <laughs> Pam from Vintage, the owner of Vintage Apothecary here, she is one of the best resources for naming things. So she's helped name um, lashes for QM Boutique, sustainable eyelashes, and she's helped um, me name this podcast. So I was coming up with names and I wanted it to have, you know, something to do with letting go of things, being naked, being nude. And one of the things she pitched to me amongst many things was clothing optional. Yeah, the idea for it, I think, was great. I mean, you came up with the premise and everything and and the idea of being stripped down and kind of being vulnerable um, and at the same time empowered by that vulnerability, I think, was a really great a uh, great concept. And so I was kind of thinking of cheeky ways to to build on that. And it's funny because looking looking back at where we've come from, you know, the three of us, these small business, um, powerful women, that's going to be an empire someday. Um, so it's Lisa from QM Boutique and mm-hmm. yourself and I, we come together and we make these, you know, sit downs and we think, how do we move forward and making decisions. And I think, you know, you kind of hit the nail on the head today when we talked about finding that perfect moment to do something. And, you know, I want to thank you for um, getting me started on this podcast because there is no perfect moment, is there? There is no perfect moment. No, no. I mean, excuse me. I just came to drop off some lashes and notice a suspicious amount of condensation on the inside windows of this van. Ooh. (laughs) Wanted to make sure everyone was okay. (laughs) So, uh, Ms. Lisa actually just showed up like perfect moment, talking about perfect moment. We didn't plan that quite, but (laughs) hi. Hi. Thanks for your little cameo. Do you want to say something? You're welcome. Hi. Hello, everyone. It's Lisa. (laughs) (laughs) I can't hear anything. I don't have anything plugged in, but. Hi, I came to drop off lashes. The most important thing, Lisa, is what are you wearing? Nothing. Stay beautiful. <laughs> I'm wearing my stay beautiful sweater. So would you like to throw in a little bit of um, musings or advice um, before you run off and do your small business errands? What are you guys talking about? We're talking about the perfect moment. And, you know, there never is a perfect moment when, especially if you want to be successful, you just have to get, get the S done. Get it done. Get this done. Don't wait for the perfect moment. I don't know if there's anything that I want to add and spur of the moment for that. Um, How do you get things done? Like by the skin of my teeth at 4.30 in the morning, really early in the morning. Wake up early. Wake up early before everybody else gets up. And um, yeah, wake up early before everyone else gets done. Have your coffee. Drink it while it's hot. If you've got kids, make sure that you get up before they do and set up your morning. And uh and what happens when you find that there's a block and you're like, I, I, you're not ready to push forward with an idea. How do, what advice would you give to people? To sit down and think it through before you start to act on it. Because there's been lots of times where I just started like jumping into something and I didn't have it fully formed in my mind or I didn't have the idea like formulated the way that I really should have. And that leads to a lot of like confusion. So I feel like really sitting down and like planning out your plan of attack your strategy, what it is that you are trying to accomplish, and like whatever that is. It's so funny because I find I'm the opposite where um, if I sit too long, and I think maybe Pam can vouch for this as well. If we sit too long, nothing gets done. So do you ever find you, yourself in that position where you're just waiting on something and then nothing ever comes of it? <laughs> yes, I have done that many times. 
<laughs> so yeah, I mean, don't sit too long, right? Like if it, and if idea, if an idea comes up and it's hot, um, then take the time like that day to think about it, right? Like and to strategize and take your clothes off. Yeah. Take your clothes off, get naked, maybe get in the bath and, mm-hmm. uh, and start thinking about the things you want to do in your task. <laughs> I love that. Um, and you know just what? Take I... the t- Sorry, go ahead. I love listening to Lisa and Melba talk because they're so inspirational. So for anyone out there listening, um, we've, you know, the three of us, we are moms, we are uh, partners, we are small business owners. We are small business owners. We, you know, I'm also a student, like we just were students of life in addition to everything else and to find people, to find your your tribe, your, um, your village, uh, surround yourself with people people who who motivate you when you need it who listen when you need it and uh who really lift you up is so important so yes oh my thank God. you for that uh, <laughs> melba literally just stripped down beside me yeah oh here we go <laughs> okay melba just i just saw a piece of melba that i've never seen before it was glorious um, two pieces. I don't even two know pieces, how to yeah. like continue on with what I was even saying. I'm so distracted now. But, you know, I understand what happens to, to men. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Strategize, you guys. Think about what you want to do. Don't sit on an, I- an idea for too long, right? If it comes up and it's hot and it feels right, think about what you want to do before you start to just like jump right into it. You know, it's not going to be perfect. Don't wait for the perfect time because that is never going to come right whether that's kids or family or life or finances like it'll never be the perfect time so you need to just take imperfect action but try and strategize what you can before you sit down so it's not just you know kind of a jumbled mess all over the place absolutely I think that it's important to kind of build on that Lisa that we um, know our whys and our whys are what is going to get us through these moments so if you're sitting there and you have an idea and you're going I want to build on it I want to act on it but there's all of these reasons just know that there will always be reasons not to act and uh, you know as long as you have your whys and you you keep focused on your whys um, that's kind of going to help propel you forward in those times when you're you're telling yourself all the reasons why it won't work Thank you so much for that. I think um, there's a lot of weight that can be put on that that people don't realize. They're always blocking themselves and putting these walls up so mm-hmm. that success isn't possible because unless it's perfect, um, they don't want to move forward with these things. And I challenge everybody that's listening out there to take the time and just sometimes, you know, you're halfway there and um, you just need a little bit of a push to get get to the end and just try, try. Like like I said, this podcast, it's... um. It's putting all of us out there, being vulnerable, getting naked. And and then the only way to go up from there is, you know, put on another layer, maybe take another one off. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't know until you get naked. You don't. So, right, Lisa, I... um, do you need to go or are you staying? Are you having so much fun with us? I'm having so much fun with you guys. Well, I mean, I've got a little bit before my, I have a meeting in like an hour, but I can stay for a bit. Why don't you just get in the car? Okay. Lisa's okay. going to get in. She's going to get in on this. Get in my car. Pam, carry on. Yes. We're this also going to edit this empty space. Oh. 
So kind of building off of um, the idea of getting naked, of that vulnerability, um, there is a philosophy in life that I very much aspire to. And it's the philosophy of following your dharma. So if life is like a river, um, your dharma is basically going with the flow of your life. And sometimes these ideas, these moments of inspiration that you have, something that, that pops in your head or that you've been mulling over for years and years and you think would be an amazing idea and would really feed something inside of you, something like that would be could be considered your dharma. It could be your path. And if you are putting up roadblocks to your dharma, then you're kind of, you know, you're sitting in that pool and and you're going along or you're fighting your current or whatever it is that you're doing. And so you're not really um, you're not really going with the flow that life has set up for you. So the idea of following your dharma and and recognizing those moments of inspiration and those moments of, um, you know, should I should I or shouldn't I pursue this or I think this is a really great idea um, that's really part of recognizing and pursuing your dharma in life. So one of the things we kind of touched upon earlier was yeah. about, um, and it's not just applying to small businesses or chasing your dreams, but you mentioned how society itself kind of gatekeeps people from learning and moving forward. And how do you find yourself as a business in, you know, with Vintage Apothecary, what are you doing to open those doors for people and let, <laughs> let people through those gates? <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. I feel like it's, uh, it can be a touchy subject, but honestly, it's touch, we're here. Touch me. We're here That's to be right. Touched. That's right. We're here to touch and be touched. And so in that spirit, <laughs> I think that the, with, with gatekeeping, it happens on, on various different levels, but a lot of it is like, um, you know, the visuals that we get, the idea of what someone in some position is supposed to look like or act like. And, uh, you know, I, I was told at one point in time that, I maybe my expertise wouldn't be taken as seriously because I don't necessarily look um, like someone who they would they would go to for advice because I don't look like what they believe an herbalist or an aromatherapist would look like. I remember that that, and that made me angry. I was like, so so I was thinking, so what does that look like? You know, all of you listening out there, what what are you picturing um, when you think of an herbalist? you know and then <laughs> and then right. pam yeah. tell me your beautiful gorgeous self like stay beautiful as lisa's shirt says tell yeah. us what what that looks like so i mean for me that's that's one of the the barriers to people really being open to holistic health and for anyone um that's not familiar with vintage apothecary it's really an apothecary an herbal apothecary and wellness center um and you know we'll we'll kind of grow in that direction but um, that idea of what someone should look like in order to help you can sometimes be a barrier to um, you getting the best care or the best education that you can um, towards holistic health. So uh, with that in mind, um, <laughs> so when, when that was said to me, it really did, it really shook my confidence and it really made me feel like, you know, there's a lot of things that I can change about myself. I can pursue um, additional education. I'm going for my clinical herbalism uh, certification right now. And it's like, I could pursue more. I could, you know, not, I don't know, get my hair done or not, <laughs> Just things like what can I do to make people, you know, I guess to make have people see me in the way that I see myself, which is someone who's extremely compassionate, who really wants to make holistic healthcare accessible to everyone and and who really wants to help 
people who are suffering um, and who want an alternative uh, an alternative care option. So um, part of the the vintage vision, I guess, is to educate people where they would like to be educated. It's it's not about changing your whole life or your whole lifestyle. It's about, you know, the the busy parent that just wants to know, is there a simple way for me to make a moisturizer for my baby that is safe and completely natural? Is there a way for me to treat a cough because I don't want to hit it with like a, a really heavy cold medication? Or is there a way for me to, you know, naturally bring down a fever or just maintain my health in general? Is, is there little things that I can do that involve, um, you know, minimal things that I can do at home for myself to maintain my health and the health of my family? And I think that that a lot of times people are given this vision of like, you have to go out and, as I put it, shit in the woods every day. <laughs> and that's yes, really to, not, be, yeah. to be, um, I guess, credible, which is crazy because um, with all your experience and knowledge, I don't think you should have to be, you know, wearing the the cotton and linen to look to look that part to actually have that expertise back behind that. And absolutely, um, absolutely. And I really like your approach because you're trying to make this stuff accessible for people like Lisa and I, where we don't understand the the big difference between, um, you know, like a bottled lotion or versus mm-hmm. like how do we make something at home mm-hmm. and. Uh, can you explain more about how you're bridging that gap for, you know, like busy parents and people who aren't fully ready to shit in the woods, but we just want to like maybe <laughs> go in a porta potty. You know? <laughs> yes. And if I could even add into like, there was a time where you gave me those rose petals um, for my bath. And I was like, Oh, thank you. Like, these are really idea like <laughs> what I could even do with them and then but the things that you told me like what it does for your hormones what it can do like when you actually soak with them you can drink them you can infuse them into honeys like the amount of things that you can do with something so simple as as rose petals and like I had no idea about any of that stuff so yeah go on like just absolutely yeah thank you for bringing that up so I mean part of it is um, in order to make it accessible, I think people just need to feel empowered. And it starts with little steps, um, like Lisa was saying about like, uh, you know, here's an herb, something like rose petals. And, and what does it mean? What can it do? There is the science to it. And as like a clinical aromatherapist and going into clinical um, herbalism, you learn about the science, the physiology, everything that it does, and essentially how to use these things as um, natural medicine. Um But there is also a very simplified version where you can just infuse a single carrier oil for a really great moisturizer that's safe for the whole family. Um, And that's kind of, you know, where I come in, where I would just really love to empower people to learn about things that they can do with simple and accessible ingredients. It doesn't have to be, you know, wildcrafted where you're going out into the woods and you're identifying and you're picking. It's, you know, you can buy them um, dried. We sell dried herbs and botanicals and we we do so sustainably, um, really high quality, small batch. And that's really where you're going to get um, the the therapeutic uh, value. But yeah, I mean, I've talked about wanting to do workshops with new moms that just want something natural for their baby and want to know how they can do it themselves in in a small amount of time. Because ultimately, and all of us know that time is <laughs> is 
is a, a commodity and a lot of us don't have well, it, especially if we're pursuing a lot of different things. And I think um, that's one of the things that, you know, we, we really uh, resonate with each other is that an average person or mom feel because they feel like they're being blocked from knowledge by making things mm-hmm. complicated the way you're approaching it and simplifying it. So I don't, I don't feel stupid. And as an example, like starting this podcast was so overwhelming. I was so scared. I was because when I started looking at all the internet things, it just, it didn't make sense. There's just so many words and lingo. And I find just like when you're talking about herbalism, a lot of times uh, for the most part, these holistic practitioners, they're using language that's not an average person. And so you feel you know, in insecure about moving forward, mm-hmm. but overwhelmed. But with you, you're like, I got this girl. I know what a rose petal is. Okay. I'm on board. Like step one, rose petal. Put, put them it, in my bath. Put I them in my bath. On a daily basis. Absolutely. But if you start throwing words out, you know, like the scientific name for a rose and like going into, you know, the anatomy of a rose, you lose people. And then when you do that, you're creating, um, an unfair wall but that elevates you as you know this practitioner to have the power to like sell your special tinctures or you can be like Pam and just say like you know let's start with a rose we all know what a rose is and let's go from there and you know I think there's something really powerful about being able to kind of you know dumb it down and get get naked with that flower Absolutely. Like how, <laughs> you like how I did that? I was just like shameless <laughs> plug. <laughs> and I think I mean the the negative connotations of dumbing things down are are all over the place. But um, if I can kind of draw things back to your soap smell, but something like that, where um, or even you know with QM Boutique, the the lash serum and things like that. When we're talking ingredients, it all comes down to kind of the same thing when it comes to all of us it's where do the ingredients come from how far removed are you from your ingredients and what are the benefits of having you know something that's that's less far removed that's been less processed or that you know you have looked into very much in depth and you're bringing that forward into your products and a lot of products now people know are so far removed from Mm -hmm. their original ingredients that yeah you know they have the ingredients listed but the finished product is not bringing you the benefits of all of those ingredients just because of the amount of processing um, and and everything else involved in it so um, yeah as far as like simplifying things I think people are craving simple right now people want to understand people want to you know have more control have uh, feel empowered about what they're using about where they're getting it from about who they're supporting um, and I feel you know obviously for me I feel like that has come really blossomed from um, the pandemic and things closing down and people just feeling like they have lost lost a lot of say in their lives or a lot of power um, and now coming out of it saying I want to take more control of my health mm-hmm. I want to know what's going into my my products and I want to support the small businesses and local companies around me and that's a really it's right now is a really I feel a really powerful time so Lisa it looks like you have something to kind of throw in about that specifically which part I feel like there was so much that she covered and I'll unpack that shit (laughs) yeah yeah um like how you're talking about like simple ingredients and but also like talking about it simply right like yes so I I come from like I used to be an esthetician and had an in-home spa and the majority of women didn't know their skin type oh that's me Mm -hmm. right and and that's so normal 
they didn't know very much about makeup. They didn't know how to yep. apply it. They didn't know, like, uh, they found it so overwhelming, like, all of the options out there, mm-hmm. right? And, like, there's this, like, stigma that you have to be, like, a certain way to wear lashes or you have to be a certain way to wear makeup. And, yes. um, and, and most of my clients, like, my lash clients were like the everyday woman who just wanted something that made them feel beautiful and they most of the time didn't even wear makeup and um so when I was like developing this line it was like okay I want to make something that's like it's got simple ingredients it's simple to use and I'm going to explain it in a way that it's simple to put on right it's simple to incorporate into your routine and make you feel beautiful right like let's just Mm -hmm. make it simple for people and Um, and I, and I think that that has come through in my branding and, you know, like the message that I'm trying to like get out to people is like, anyone can do it and it makes you feel amazing and there's simple ingredients and you're not putting a whole schwack of stuff on and, and what is in it, like, let's talk about that and let's make it simple so that you understand why it's in there. Cause even when I was going through the development process, like with a formulator and I was like, what's this super long name and what are we using that for? And and she was really good at like layman's terming things for me. And so now I take that and I can translate that for like customers. And, um, and I love that because that like messaging, I feel like that has really like attracted the people into the business that it has, like the customers and stuff, because you know, they see it and they're like, this is really like encouraging and inspiring. And like, I feel like I can actually be a part of this. Like, you know, there's a segment of people who always kind of like felt left out of like the, the beauty industry just because they didn't know how to do it or, or whatever, mm-hmm. skincare and beauty. And, um, and so when you simplify things for people, you make it simple for people who are very good at it, but you also make it simple for people who aren't very good at it. And so, like, there's just so much power in that. Like, no matter what you're doing, whether it's cosmetics or you're doing, you know, soaps or the apothecary, like, just mm-hmm. simplifying that for people just makes such a big difference in, like, how you can help people, right? Because ultimately, when you have a business, it's like, I'm not just trying to make sales. Like, how can I help you? Like, what can I do for you? What? How can I make your life better? Like, if I can make you feel more comfortable, confident then I feel like I've made your life a little bit better, right? Like I've mm-hmm. made your day a little bit better. You feel a little bit better. You stand a little bit taller. If you've got great smelling body and you know <laughs> that it came from a, a natural soap, you feel better, right? And especially uh-huh. when you're washing your family with that, like your babies yes. and, and the stuff that you provide as well, Pam, like when you're bringing in things that are simple and you know, like I'm not packing my kid's bath full of toxins or things Mm -hmm. that you can't read if I can't read it I don't really want it and if I can't even look it up because if I can't read it I'll look it up and if I can't look it up Mm -hmm. and just still don't understand it then it's like that you know six degrees of separation how many degrees can you be separated from an ingredient (laughs) (laughs) before you want it on your body right that's and I love the way like once you once you teach people that and once people learn that I love the enthusiasm with which people share that information as soon as they understand they feel empowered to teach others as well so when they're Mm -hmm. using something that's like oh I really love you know your lashes like oh you know what this is the liner is amazing. It's a serum and starts explaining it or, um, you know, oh, this is like really great soap that you have at home. Oh my God. You know, I, I, I get it from Bona Soapworks and it's all natural and et cetera, et cetera. And oh, here's her social media. But the, the links that people at Bona will go. Soapworks. 
Yeah, <laughs> the links that people will go <laughs> to share that information as soon as they learn it because they feel empowered and they want to share that empowerment with other people is amazing. And yeah, it's I see it all the time and I hear it all the time from people going, I love this product. I got it from here. There's a local shop here that sells this brand and they're out of Calgary and I love them. And that's so it's so inspiring and it's so encouraging. And I think that um, brings us kind of back to, you know, just being perfect in general. We spend so much time trying to um, find a way to be to be perfect, finding that perfect product. And and then things just get so complicated that Mm -hmm. we we lose ourselves in that in that moment and to move forward, whether Mm -hmm. it is um, choosing something for ourselves and for our bodies and, you know, having the two of you kind of be more responsible business owners and simplifying the language but not making people feel like they're they're less or that they're uneducated is is so key to you know what we're all doing mm-hmm. so yeah imperfect imperfect right take action even if it's imperfect yeah you but not but not right away like yeah. not, not too fast <laughs> but think about it when you take a bath with your rose petals like think about it and then and then take action <laughs> imperfect action because it's always gonna it's always gonna change right like you're going to, you're going to do something and then you're going to get feedback from that. And you're going to be like, Oh, wow. Okay. Let's change this ingredient or let's, we need to revise this. Like, but you're only going to do that. You're only going to find that out when you actually put it out there, you take that imperfect step and then you get that feedback and then you make the change and you do it again and you do it over and over and over. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for this. So I just want to close this off by um, thanking Pam from Vintage Apothecary and Lisa from Boutique for literally jumping in and getting, stripping down to the core and just talking about these things that really matter and helping me start this podcast. So Lisa, thank you for being our episode sponsor today. I'll throw in a plug for you at the beginning. I have to like figure out how to record it, but she's sponsoring these beautiful lashes. Can you tell me which one they are? Uh, yeah, so we're doing a fat and sassy lash. This is our mm. most dramatic lash. Love they're long those. and they're fat and sassy. And uh, yeah. they're going to be for my amazing queens for our March 1st um, drag queen influencer soap making event. So what I hope to come out of this is um, if you want to book a private party or private event, soap making event, you can add a queen to help co-host your event. And um, QM Boutique is going to be sponsoring the the lashes and the liner. Yeah. You can't have lashes with the, the beautiful <laughs> yeah, you, need, you need them both. <laughs> you need them both. So That's thank amazing. you guys again for joining um, in your in my studio, uh, Toyota Sienna. <laughs> it is foggy in here, you guys. Like when I came in in the beginning and I crashed the party and said that it was suspiciously <laughs> moist in here. <laughs> like you should see the windows right now. It is um like a full on Titanic. I'll, That's right. I'll put a screenshot on my social media. So where can I'll we do the hand? Yeah, you can do the hand. So you'll you'll see it on Instagram. Um, where can we follow you, Lisa? You can find me at QM Boutique. Uh, on Instagram, Facebook, so Q-M-B-E-A-U-T-I-Q-U-E. And what about you, Miss Pam? How can we find you? Mm, you can find and us your on rose Insta- petals. <laughs> you can find us in our rose petals on Instagram at vintage.apothecary. And uh, also our website, vintageapothecary.ca. All right, ladies. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, they probably will be regular stars on my podcast because I love these ladies so much. We and love we you. are going to be an empire. <laughs> okay, put on your clothes.
<laughs> Let's defog my car. <laughs> Goodbye. Thanks for having me. I'm Mel Basito, your host. This is Clothing Optional. Bye. Thank you for listening to Clothing Optional, your host, Mel Basito. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to my Clothing Optional podcast. For more adventures, follow me on Instagram at Melba underscore Sito and at Bona Soapworks. Join my mailing list at www.bonasoapworks.com to get updates on episode releases and insider access to exclusive content. Remember, whatever you choose in life, clothing is always optional. Your donations and sponsorships make our reach possible and goes towards creating awareness and exposure to nonprofits, outdoor organizations, and local businesses. Would you like to donate or sponsor Clothing Optional Podcast? Gift or get a shout out on our podcast. Check out bonessoapworks.com and search donate. A special thank you to today's episode sponsors. Bowness Soapworks, Calgary's famous adventure soap company, building community and inspiring adventure, one bar of soap at a time. QM Boutique, where beauty meets sustainability. Join the soap club to receive 15% off her products at qmboutique.ca. And Vintage Apothecary, your source for raw ingredients, meticulously and ethically sourced for positive social and wellness impact. Soap club members receive $5 off towards their purchases every order. Links to these female-owned businesses can be found in the episode description, as well as how to join the soap club can be found at www.bonassoapworks.com.